Chapter six, women and children first. Annie led everyone down the hall to the stairs, away from the cold seawater. As she and Lucy helped William up the stairs, Jack and Teddy followed. Halfway up the staircase, Teddy let out a yelp. Jack looked back. The water was creeping up the stairs, step by step. Come on, Jack, Annie shouted. Jack ran up the rest of the stairs. He and Annie led William and Lucy through the smoky room. The men were still playing cards. To the lifeboats, Annie yelled at the card players. Right now, hurry. The men smiled at her again. Little girl, one said with a laugh. Even if this ship does sink, it will take all night. There's plenty of time for everyone on board to be rescued. Indeed, many ships are on their way right now, another man said in a soothing voice. There's nothing to worry about. Not true, said Annie. Lucy turned to Jack. This doesn't sound so bad after all, she said. It is bad. Please trust me, said Jack. We have to keep going. They went outside. The crowd on the third class deck had grown. Many wore life belts, but no one here seemed very worried yet. Jack and Annie pulled Lucy and William along. They hurried through the crowd and down the first class hall. They came to the end and trooped up the grand staircase. On the top deck, the Titanic was as bright as a Christmas tree. A band played lively music. With a hiss and rush of light, a rocket streaked into the sky. It made a loud boom, then it burst into many colored balls. Shivering in the cold, William laughed and clapped. Fireworks, he said. Lucy smiled at Jack and Annie. This is a trick, isn't it? She said. You brought us to a party. No, it isn't, said Jack. Don't you remember the water downstairs? Lucy's smile faded. Women and children first, someone shouted. That's you, said Annie. Come on. She pulled Lucy and William toward a lifeboat. Chapter 7, The Gift The lifeboat was waiting to go down. It looked tiny as it swung on cables at the side of the big ship. The water below looked black. Get in! Get in! A uniformed man shouted. No! No! said William. He hid his face against Lucy's coat. Lucy was shaking her head. I'd rather stay here, she said to Jack and Annie. Jack understood. The brightly lit Titanic seemed so solid and safe compared to the little lifeboat. You can't stay here, said Annie. The Titanic is going to sink soon. Very soon, said Jack. Lucy kept shaking her head. Jack saw tears in her eyes. Lucy, we're telling the truth, said Jack. You and William are in great danger. You have to be brave now, said Annie, for your brother's sake. Lucy straightened up and tried to smile. All right, she said. I will. This way, a man called. Women and children, this way, you four. He pointed at them. Get in, said Jack. He gently pushed Lucy and William forward. Goodbye, Lucy, said Annie. Goodbye, William. Lucy looked surprised. You're not coming, she asked. No, we're going home another way, said Annie. Oh, dear, said Lucy. I hope you'll be safe. We will. Don't worry, said Jack. Wait, said Lucy. She reached into her coat pocket and pulled out a silver watch on a chain. This is a gift for both of you, she said. It's our father's watch. We carried it on the voyage for good luck. I have a feeling that the two of you were our good luck tonight. Jack looked at the watch as Lucy put it around Annie's neck. The time on the watch was 1.50. There were only 30 minutes left. Hurry, hurry, he said. 
Jack and Annie watched as a big man picked Lucy up and swung her into the little boat. Then he picked William up and put him in Lucy's lap. Bye, cried Annie. She stepped forward to blow a kiss. Just then, the man picked Annie up. No, shouted Annie. Into the lifeboat, my dear, the man said. And he tossed Annie into the lifeboat. No, no, cried Jack. Then the man reached for him too. Jack jumped away just in time. Annie, he yelled, get out. Annie tried to climb out of the lifeboat. Let me out, she cried. Arf, arf. Teddy barked from over Jack's shoulder. The lifeboat jerked. It started creaking down toward the dark, cold sea. Come back, Jack called. But there was nothing he could do as Annie disappeared from sight. Chapter 8, Every Man for Himself. Annie, cried Jack. Let me out, he heard Annie shout. But the lifeboat kept going down. Wait for me, came a loud voice. Wait for me. A woman in a fur coat appeared at the railing. She nearly threw herself over the side of the ship. Stop, the uniformed man called. Bring the boat back up for Lady Blackwell. Slowly, the lifeboat was brought back up. Jack pushed his way forward. The lifeboat came even with the ship. Jack reached out to Annie. She grabbed his hands. He pulled her back onto the sinking ship. Room for one more, Annie shouted to Lady Blackwell. Then she and Jack took off before anyone could catch them. They ran up the slanting deck. Annie stopped and peered over the railing. Jack looked too. They saw Lucy and William's little lifeboat creaking down toward the Atlantic Ocean. It reached the glassy black water. Then it floated off into the darkness. Annie waved. Bye, William. Bye, Lucy, she shouted. Thank you for the gift. She held up the watch that hung from her neck. Then she and Jack looked at it. The time was 2.05. Only 15 minutes left, said Annie. We have to get back to the treehouse now, said Jack. Let's climb the stairs to the smokestacks. Suddenly, the front of the ship dipped down into the sea. Deck chairs started to slide past Jack and Annie. The band played a slow, calm song. It sounded like a church hymn. But the crowd started to panic. People pushed and shouted, trying to get to a safer part of the ship. It's every man for himself, the captain shouted to all of his crew. The men all stopped what they were doing and ran up the deck. Jack and Annie ran too. They dodged sliding tables and chairs. They reached the stairs that led to the smokestacks. They grabbed the railing and pulled themselves up the steps. The ship tilted further. Get to those smokestacks, cried Jack. They slipped and crawled down the deck. But when they got to the smokestacks, Jack and Annie looked around wildly. The magic treehouse was gone. Chapter 9, Time Stops. Where is it? shouted Annie. The front of the Titanic sank deeper into the sea. Jack and Annie fell forward. They grabbed the railing and held on for their lives. Maybe the treehouse fell into the ocean, shouted Jack. A great roar started coming from the ship. Jack imagined everything crashing forward. All the furniture, dishes, bicycles, the grand clock on the staircase. He looked down. A giant wave of water rolled over a lower deck. Jack imagined water flooding the third-class corridor, the card room, and the grand staircase. He closed his eyes, waiting to be washed away. Arf! Arf! The barking came from a distance. Teddy! cried Annie. Jack had forgotten all about the little dog. Holding on to the railing, he used one hand to pull off his knapsack. Teddy wasn't there. There was more frantic barking. Where's Teddy? cried Jack. He's calling us, 
shouted Annie. We can't look for him, shouted Jack. We'll fall off the ship, Teddy barked and barked. He's close by, said Annie. She held onto the railing and moved slowly down the steep deck. Annie, cried Jack. Suddenly, the lights on the Titanic went out. The world was pitch dark. Jack couldn't see Annie at all. Annie, he shouted. He tried to move down the deck too, but the ship tilted again. Jack slipped and fell. He rolled until he crashed into a smokestack. Jack, cried Annie. Here, here. Teddy kept barking. The back of the Titanic was rising out of the ocean. The front of the ship was going down. Jack tried to go around the smokestack without falling. In the dark, he could barely see the treehouse. It was stuck between a smokestack and the railing. It was lying on its side. Annie and Teddy were looking out the window. Teddy's barking led me here, cried Annie. Hurry, Jack! Jack crawled around the smokestack. He held out his hand. Annie grabbed it. She pulled him into the treehouse. Teddy licked his face. I wish we could go home, shouted Annie, pointing at the Pennsylvania book. Jack heard a loud crack. The wind started to blow. The treehouse started to spin. It spun faster and faster. Then everything was still. Absolutely still. Chapter 10, A Touch of Magic. Oh, man, whispered Jack. He was lying on the floor of the treehouse. He was wearing his pajamas and rain poncho again. You okay? Annie asked. Yeah, you, said Jack. My heart's beating really fast, said Annie. Mine too, said Jack. He thought of the Titanic sinking into the cold black sea. His eyes filled with tears. It was terrible, he said. Annie nodded. Jack could see tears on her cheeks. Teddy licked Jack's face. Hey, said Jack. How did you get out of my knapsack? Teddy whined. Jack and Annie stroked his furry head and ears. I think he has a touch of magic, said Annie. Slowly, Jack sat up. He saved our lives, he said. And now we have the first gift to break the spell he's under, said Annie. She turned on her flashlight. She shined it on the silver pocket watch that hung from her neck. Lucy's gift, she said. The watch had stopped. The hands were at 220. Jack was silent. Then he sighed. That's exactly when the ship went down, he said. Annie looked at him. I guess that's when time stopped for the Titanic, she said. Jack nodded. Annie put the pocket watch on top of Morgan's note. A gift from a ship lost at sea, she said softly. They were both quiet. Then Jack took off his glasses and wiped the tears from his eyes. Annie stood up. She took a deep breath. I'm ready to go, she said. Let's put Teddy in your pack and take him home with us. She shined her flashlight around the treehouse. Teddy, she said. There was no sign of the little dog. He's not here, said Annie. What are you talking about, said Jack. We were just petting him. He's up to his magic tricks again, said Annie. She sighed. We'll have to go home without him. But what happened to him, said Jack. I don't know, said Annie, but I have a feeling we'll see him again soon. She started down the rope ladder. Jack looked around the treehouse one last time. Teddy, he said, but the treehouse was quiet. Jack pulled on his backpack and climbed down the rope ladder. Annie was waiting for him. Without a word, Jack took her hand. The rain had stopped, but water still dripped from the trees. Stars glittered overhead in a clear sky. Silently, 
Jack and Annie left the Frog Creek woods. They walked up the dark street to their house and climbed the steps to their porch. Before they went inside, they looked out again at the night. Time might have stopped for the Titanic, Jack said, but books and memories keep the Titanic alive, don't they? It's a true story, but it's also like a myth now. Yeah, said Annie, and every time the story is told, we wish it had a different ending. Jack nodded. That was exactly how he felt. Staring at the starry sky, he shuddered at the memory of the sinking ship. He knew that he and Annie were lucky. They had come home. Good night, Titanic, he said softly. Goodbye. Then he and Annie slipped quietly into their house, where it was cozy and dry and very safe. The end.